Hey, Mike. Uh, obviously, Steph was not there yesterday, and there are multiple reports saying he's not going to be here for the remaining uh, two days here of mandatory minicamp. Is this an excused absence? Yeah, we don't. Uh, I don't expect them to be here, and uh, yeah, we'll just focus on the guys that are here. Uh, and focusing on the guys that are here, J.C. Jackson obviously had to take on maybe uh, even bigger role when Steph got hurt last season. How do you think he fared during that time, and is he still an ascending player in your mind? Yeah, well, every year is a new year uh, for all of us, so doesn't really matter what what did or didn't happen last year. We're all. Uh, you know, working on building a good foundation this year and, and uh, you know, trying to have our best performance in the 2021 season. So um, I know that's, you know, JC's, um, you know, that's his goal and that's all of our goals. So we'll see how it goes. Thank you. Next question, Andrew Callahan, followed by Joe Keala. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Hey, good, Andrew. Um, so I wanted to ask about Johnny Smith. We saw him pull up a little bit lame yesterday in practice. I'm wondering if you expect him to practice here today. Uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, like a lot of guys, we you know take a look at them uh, before practice or in the early part of practice, and you know see how they're how they're doing. Uh, so yeah, we probably have you know six to ten guys that fall somewhere in that category. It was take it you know day by day. Uh, yeah, again, everybody's kind of in the same boat there. Uh, yeah, a couple of those guys I don't think we'll see. But, um, you know, anybody that's, uh, you know, I mean, look, all the players want to get out there and participate. So if they can, they will. If they can't, then we'll um, do what we can do with them and get them out there when we can. Some guys may take part in um, certain portions of practice, but not in other portions. So it's really on a case-by-case. -case. Um, those are case-by-case -case decisions that are made by the medical department, and I would say as we go through um, getting ready for practice, uh, the warming up part of practice, and you know the some of the early um, periods in practice uh, to determine how it's going to go later on. So it's a, it's very fluid. Thanks. <clears throat> Our next question, Joe Cayetano, followed by Mike Reese. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Good, Joe. How's it going? Good. Uh, Cam, having this, you know, off season under his belt, how much progression have you seen from last year of not having it and then having just these last three OTAs and now this mini camp? Yeah, well, Cam's way ahead of where he was last year at this time. There's no question about that. I mean, it's, you know, as you would expect, he, you know, has a, a good year of experience under his belt and is able to start the process uh, at the beginning um, and not be in a catch-up mode like he was last year. Um, I mean, he was really just starting at this point uh, in last season, but you know, he's he's well ahead of that just from the year of experience and from the you know the succession of building blocks that he's been able to to stack up, like all the players have that you know have been here since the start of uh, the OTA and the off-season program uh, back in April. That they've been able to stack those days and and those um, learning experiences together, ask questions on things that they need clarification on, and. Um, you know, build to to the next level when when they're ready to to you know put another put another brick on the pile. So that's um, you know it's good for all of us. Good for Cam's. Good you know good for all the players that can go through that process. 
Next question, Mike Reese, followed by Maury Hirschberg. Good morning, Bill. Um, just to sort of follow up on that, um, just on the four, all four quarterbacks, uh, as you wrap up the spring, what have you observed just in terms of the group and, and the working dynamic between the four of them? Yeah, they're all they're all hard working. Uh, they all put in a lot of time and you know ask good questions. Really try to stay on top of the material. And um, Brian, of course, has the most experience. And um, you know, Jared and Cam uh, both have experience in a little different ways. Jared's been with us a little bit longer. Cam's obviously had more NFL experience and the playing experience from last year. And and uh, you know, Mac has the least amount, but, you know, he's learning quickly and, and working hard at it. So we'll see how it all goes, but they're, you know, they've done a good job of, um, you know, trying to process the information that we've given them. You know, Josh obviously does a great job with the quarterbacks, uh, and, and Bo's helping them out there as well. Uh, so we'll, again, we'll see where it all takes us. And, and Bill, I just had a quick Troy Brown question. Um, I know last year he worked a little bit with the running backs with Ivan. Um, <laughs> And this year, maybe in the spring, we've seen him maybe a little more with the receivers. I don't know. How do you envision sort of where he ends up, I guess, uh, this year? Yeah, Troy's very good with all the skill players. Um, you know, catching the ball, running the ball, returning kicks, um, getting open in a passing game and so forth. So um, like, a lot of, like a lot of coaches on our staff, he's versatile. He can do a lot of different things and, and help a lot of different players. So um, you know, we, I'm sure we'll be able to use him in a variety of ways. Next question, Maury Hirschgordon, followed by Doug Kine. Hey, Bill, good morning. Hope you're doing well. Question on the rookie class. Do you think this year's rookie class is, is ahead of last year's rookie class simply due to the time on the field and the coaching that, that they've been able to get at this part of the year? And then if so, come training camp, what areas do you think this rookie class will be ahead of last year's rookie class? All right. Well, it's, you know, it's all relative, Maury. It's our rookie class is in the same situation as the other 31 teams. And last year, uh, the circumstances were different, but everybody was on the same track on every team. So um, I don't know that there's a big advantage from team to team. And we're one year, what was different one year from the next year. Again, I, I don't know if that's really that relevant either because the other players are last year, they weren't able to do much this year. Players have been able to do more. So, again, it's it's all relative. Um, I think the rookies are about where they, where you would think they would be at this point. They're way ahead of where they were a month ago, and still, you know, way behind where they will be and where they need to be uh, by the time we start playing preseason and ultimately regular season games. So we'll see how quickly they can catch up. Next question, Doug Kine, followed by Bob Sosi. Bill, uh, kind of related to Maury's question, is this time of year, this OTA minicamp period, maybe even more important for last year's rookie class than it usually would be at this time of year since they didn't get uh, this opportunity last year? I'm sure all those players are, are benefiting from this, absolutely. Um, again, the opportunity to to start from scratch in person, uh, to hear the plays, to go out and practice the techniques, to then go out and practice the plays uh, as a as a unit, um, and then to re correct those mistakes and to come back in and uh, take on a new you know new set of um, 
you know, a new, a new day of installation and go through that process again and practice the techniques and practice the plays. Yeah, that, that's a great learning sequence for uh, any player. But as you mentioned, the ones last year didn't really get to learn it that way. They just had to uh, get it all, you know, thrown at them in, in virtual meetings and then go to training camp and, and at a very accelerated rate, try to, try to you know, put all those things into place. And um, this is a much better teaching progression uh, for anyone, for the rookies. And as you said, for the guys who didn't get to do it that way last year, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of fine points and uh, coaching points and techniques that maybe somewhere got lost in the conversations uh, at times last year that we're able to uh, detail out better uh, this spring. So, yeah, I think it definitely helps them. It's a really, it's a really good point. And then just real quick, there was uh, two tryout players at practice yesterday. Are either one of those guys signing? They're still in the tryout. Um, status for right now. Thanks. Looks like two final questions would be Bob Sosi and Mike Reese. All right, thanks, Stacey. Good morning, Bill. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bill, uh, some of the veterans talked about the absence last year of more opportunities to build camaraderie, that they really missed certain aspects of being together, hanging with their teammates, eating, etc. And early this year when we talked to guys, they discussed how much they enjoyed being back with one another more so than a year ago and, and having those opportunities to develop an even greater camaraderie. Uh, with all the, the football teaching and evaluation that goes on, how important is it this time of the year for your players to develop that sense of cohesiveness off the field in hopes that it will carry over on the field? Uh. Yeah, that's a, you know, this is a good opportunity uh, for those things to happen, both uh, formally and, and informally. Um, we do some things as a team that um, help to create that uh, team building environment that you uh, referenced. And also the players uh, themselves can individually get together with other guys and, and uh, do things. Uh, that they have in common or share experiences and so forth. And that that's part of it as well. So um, neither one of those were really available last year uh, or they're more available this year, however you want to look at it. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's, that's an important part of team building. Um, you know, as we know, there are players who are on our team now that, that won't be on our team. And when we reduce the rosters to 53, uh, and there's another, you know, I'd say team building aspect uh, that that comes in training camp and, and as the roster gets uh, finalized or reduced um, for the team building to occur, you know, with that, with that group, which is a little bit different. Of course, some of it's the same, but the numbers and the, and the composition of the group's a little bit different, um, you know, in September and, and during the regular season than, than what it is now, too. So it's really an... An ongoing process. A lot of those relationships can be uh, started and developed um, at this time of year, and then, you know, further grown uh, as we as we go through the go through the entire season. Is it your hope that when you adjourn these these, these mini camp uh, sessions, that because of that team bonding, that some of these guys get together on their own and continue their work with one another? I know some of them have done it already. Know, uh, uh, you know, with quarterbacks and receivers, et cetera. But you know, 
is that an ideal situation that these guys continue that between now and the start of training camp? Uh, well, I'm sure some of that will will take place. Um, but at the same time, I think this is the opportunity for uh, everyone individually to handle the things that they need to handle on their personal personal lives and um, preparations to the season to make sure that when they come to training camp and they start the season that they're that they're ready to go and uh, some things that will be difficult to do uh, because of our time commitments during the season that maybe some of those can be done uh, between now and the start of training camp so uh, you know it's a balance some some guys have you know more commitments in some areas than others and ge geography plays a role in this as well so um, if, if it works out that way great um, but I don't think that's uh, obviously anything that's that's mandatory uh, to be successful it's you know again it could be a nice uh, residual if it happened that way but I think the main thing is for everybody to kind of clear clear up the things that they need to clear up prior to the start of training camp so that they don't get bogged down with them, um, you know, when when it becomes very football intensive. Understood. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, sure, Bob. Final question, Mike Reese. <laughs> Bill, um, I just wanted to ask you um, what you've observed from Chase Winovich just this offseason and, and just in general how he's been hanging in in this sort of voluntary teaching-based spring? Uh, well, Chase was here for, uh, you know, parts of it. And, um, you know, as always, Chase brings a, a high level of energy and, and a high work ethic, um, competitiveness to all the things that he does. Um, you know, he's still a young player that's developing and can continue to grow both in his understanding of, of our system and the techniques and, and some of the assignments that come with it. And, you know, his versatility leads to some, um, I'd say probably a bigger, you know, a little wider range of assignments than, than maybe some other players, um, including the kicking game. Uh, but he does a good job of trying to manage all that and, and, you know, work on all the things that, that will help the team. He's team oriented and, you know, he, he works hard to help the team in a lot of different ways. Um, between defense and, and the kicking game and, you know, the groupings that he plays on. He's, you know, he has a, a pretty pretty fair amount of, you know, variety in his responsibility. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, everyone.